Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 992. Exercise, but not for the calorie burn. Part one by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Tuesday and a very happy Cinco de Mayo if you celebrate. And welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. Now we have five shows where we do this. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now, Today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Exercise, but not for the calorie burn. Part one by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. The art of addition. In April, the big focus was trigger foods. I'm a huge advocate of knowing yourself and using what you know to set yourself up for success. This often includes reducing and eliminating foods and eating triggers. However, in the process of optimizing your eating environment and becoming more informed about nutrition and using smart portion control strategies, it can be easy to get caught in a trap of less and less and less and less. But health and wellness as a pursuit is meant to make your world bigger, not smaller. If you feel your world shrinking, it's time to redefine what fitness means to you and how you can reshape your approach to expand your horizons. To address this, my blog theme for the month of May is The Art of Addition, habits and strategies you add into your life to balance out and replace the routines and or foods you may be taking away. It's incredibly important that your strategies for healthy living line up with your vision for your life. Practicing the art of addition empowers you to make choices about which routines and habits mean the most to you and are most in alignment with your values. Today, we're gonna focus on exercise, a vital but extremely misunderstood healthy living strategy. Is a six-pack really made in the kitchen? When you're focusing on weight loss, 
it is true that nutrition will make the most significant difference in your overall weight. Exercise can only play a supporting role when it comes to calorie balance. As I will explore further on the blog in the upcoming months, it is notoriously difficult to outrun a bad diet. For example, studies have measured the weight loss effects of various combinations of exercise and nutrition. And the conclusion was that both resistance training and aerobic exercise must be combined with calorie reduction strategies to make clinically significant weight loss possible. However, this doesn't mean you should give up on exercise when you're trying to lose weight. Being active provides a long list of benefits other than weight loss, including improved cardiovascular health, regulation of mood and mental health, boosted cognitive skills, and allowing older adults to stay independent longer than their sedentary peers. Exercise is a complex physical process. A regular habit at a sufficient intensity changes your body chemistry on a cellular and molecular level. Even if you don't lose weight from exercise alone, your health will improve. A higher level of cardiovascular fitness is correlated with a lower disease risk, even at a higher body mass index. In other words, even though aiming for both fitness and an optimal weight yields the greatest benefits, exercise alone yields tremendous health rewards and shouldn't be neglected. When you get too short-sighted, like using the scale as your only measure of success, you miss out on the benefits of regular, vigorous exercise. But if you've been reading my blog for a while, you know that's not where this post is stopping. My secret is that exercise confers a lot more magic than can be measured by a blood test or MRI. The alchemical effect of exercise. In a blog post from last summer, I described the phenomenon of catalytic habits small routines that spark big transformation. Quote, Catalytic habits are usually small details, not giant commitments. However, they're the hinges on which the rest of your day and your mindset turns. End quote. Exercise has an incalculable effect on mindset. When we debate whether exercise or nutrition is better for weight loss and health, we lose perspective on the bigger miracle of developing a regular fitness habit. The act of sticking to a consistent exercise routine, whatever it is, is an almost alchemical process. I have observed many of my clients becoming consistent with exercise in ways that they never imagined possible. This consistency produces a meaningful feeling of self-efficacy, the sense of, I can do it, which leads to a cascade of other positive changes. The feeling of being capable, strong, and powerful, while more difficult to measure than blood lipids, can make all the difference in helping someone adhere to a consistent routine, which induces smart nutrition strategies over a long period of time. In other words, exercise can be an identity changer in a way that declining cheesecake just can't be. A giant asterisk. I hope that as you've been listening to this, you've been anticipating the absolutely giant, all-important asterisk that I have been mentally appending to the end of each paragraph. The asterisk is this. Exercise is tremendously transformational as long as you do not engineer your habit with a built-in self-destruct button. I would estimate that more than half of my clients come to me either in person or online already injured from another too intense exercise program that promised athleticism and weight loss but only delivered pain. It is incredibly easy to unconsciously create expectations and routines that set the scene for inevitable burnout or injury. When your routine delivers too much intensity too quickly or is in any way not realistic, 
exercise loses its alchemical power and becomes something difficult, arduous, and hard to maintain. Instead of promoting adherence, poorly strategized exercise can be the proverbial last straw that leads to completely giving up. So what's the cure? When you're just starting out, the key is to create an exercise habit that, one, gives you that important boost of self-efficacy and empowerment, two, is appropriate for your fitness level, but is also, three, sufficiently intense to make a real difference in your fitness, but, four, is most importantly, something that can realistically be a part of your daily or weekly schedule. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Exercise, but not for the calorie burn, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I really like the timing of Rachel's article. If you're quarantined, it feels like so many choices have been removed for you. You're stuck at home and can't enjoy so many of the activities that brought you joy. So by allowing yourselves more choice, especially during this time, it may help us feel just a bit better about all that's going on in the world right now. I've said this before. If you're using this time to try and undo a quote-unquote bad habit, you have to add a new habit in its place. Otherwise, we feel deprived, which then makes it more difficult to truly rid ourselves of this habit. When something is taken away in your life, good or bad, you have to replace it with something, otherwise we automatically feel like we've lost. So if you're reducing processed foods in your diet, you've got to add something back in. Of course, I don't mean that it has to be adding another food, but instead, it could be something else that brings you joy, and ideally something in line with your goals to be your best self. So if, let's say, you removed a processed food from your diet, you've got to add something in to plug in that gap. But the key is, Whatever you plug in has to bring you about the same amount, if not more, amount of joy and satisfaction that that processed food used to bring you. And again, ideally, whatever habit you plug in, it should be in line with your goals to be your best self. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.